My God, does that music sound good to hear again. It has been way too long, but that music means only one thing. Your boys from Don't Forget the Popcorn are back and better than ever. Your host, Dave McPeak, joined with good friend, Wes Ledesma. Wes, it's been way too long. Ah, Davey, we're back! (laughs) Good to be back into the office with you, buddy. Man. So, you know, obviously... (laughs) So many serious things going on, uh, and I mean, the best time to have a movie podcast would have been during the yeah. pandemic, um, but you know, it, it was really hard. We think a lot of the magic, if you will, of Don't Forget the Popcorn is when we can be together in the same room, and obviously we're uh, you know recording in Michigan, and when that stay-at-home order and you weren't supposed to be around other people was there, we, we're taking that serious, and you know, in both of our jobs, I'm a principal. Uh, you know, trying to run a school from my living room, You're essentially, right. <laughs> and, and Wes is an essential worker out on the front lines, uh, keeping the good folks That's of, right. you know, Flint, Genesee Michigan, County <laughs> uh, hydrated, if you will, or, you know, trying to drown some sorrows uh, through the times, but it, it just was too hard to coordinate and, and come up with things, and this is where we have to give a lot of dap to a friendly podcast of ours, uh, Football Flights and Anything Else. Yes, churning right along. They kept the the content rolling. They were able to figure out how to record that way. But now that the governor said that you can have gatherings of 10 or less, oh, it's it's good to be back. Um, We are so happy to be back. It is. (laughs) And, I mean, obviously we kept watching movies, talking movies, so... We apologize that we, you know, have been gone. We we left on episode forty nine, excited to get to episode fifty. But I looked at it, man. We we're talking almost almost three months that we've Has been it off. Really been that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, early March was the last time we hit record, and now we're uh, looking we're at June. June here, wow. <laughs> but you know, what what have you done in terms of your movies? Uh, you know, just how has quarantine kind of shaped the way that you've been attacking your movies maybe or your content yeah. uh, even because i mean we've had nothing but time nothing in the evening a lot of time and you know not a ton has changed for me specifically because <laughs> i'm still going to work and everything but you're right you're not you're not going out on fridays you're not going out saturdays you're not going out to dinner and stuff so you have those extra hours i've been going through a lot of series though i thought yeah. this would be a time where i'd be ripping through movies like it just stacks but it's been a lot of the series i know there's you know the tiger king had its thing for you know I, right I at the beginning like, was that right at the beginning, right at the of, beginning quarantine? of quarantine seems yep. like years ago doesn't now. it so you had that and uh going back through the walking dead so that's you know that's a seven eight season march right there and then able to get some uh get some movies and then it skipped over over the years that they had purchased still in the cellophane days still in the oh, new wrapper that's awesome we're able to bust them open and so you uh, probably really got through all those new year's resolution movies didn't you <laughs> <laughs> still, still, still working moving on, on still moving working on, on Coco. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, uh, we're we're waiting to hear Wes's Coco review. And I don't know if I'm one to talk because I only got one of the uh, bucket list movies yeah. done, uh, or I'm sorry, not bucket list, but uh, the resolution movies done that I'll talk about in a second. But boy, you're right. It's been fun to kind of go back. So I've done the same thing. I it's harder for me to just plug through the series that I wanted to. So. All along, I've heard that The Wire is one of the best television shows ever made. Like, you go down drama top ten of all time, like, people will be like, no, this list is inaccurate if The Wire is not in it. And I've seen that countless times. I've heard how good The Wire is. So I'm like, "Eh, enough's enough. It's time. Uh, And I know Mike Peters right now is like, oh, where's Dexter? Where's Dexter? (laughs) It's coming. It's coming, Mike. It's after The Wire. 
but I had to get through the wire. I'm not quite there yet, but in the last season, uh, McNulty and the boys, we're, we're going to wrap yeah. her up soon. But my favorite thing that we've been able to do during this quarantine and stay at home is we have kind of made family movie night almost yeah. every night. And we have plowed through, like, my... Jealous of some of those movies you've been ripping through. So, like, we wanted to go through classic series or or even some of the classic movies. And I think it all started the opening weekend of quarantine. Opening weekend. Opening weekend. Uh, (laughs) Closing weekend? I don't know how you want to phrase (laughs) that. Big (laughs) turnout. But, uh, big... We we put on big Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks really? big, yeah. How'd that hold up with the kids? Amazing. It was uh, really it was, it was me the and Katie. Scene. Oh, they they love that. Um, so that's kind of how it started. And then Vicky and I are like, you know what? Let's let's keep introducing them to these movies that we loved when we were kids yeah. and and growing up and watching it. So then, uh, Rookie of the Year came next. Oh, you know, man. enjoying let's watching it. Let's play some ball, <laughs> little Daniel Stern. Hot ice. <laughs> You know, what you do is you take the ice and you heat it up. Hot ice. That's a that's a Matt Sapchinsky favorite right there. <laughs> so you, you got your hot ice. Um, so we did Rookie of the Year, but then it was like, all right, now let's get to the big dogs. Yeah. Let's get to the big series. Jurassic Park, check. Indiana Jones, check. You went through all the Back Indiana's to the Future, check. Uh, you know, we're, we're going through all these great series. And they're absolutely loving it. They're loving every movie that we're throwing at them. It's just so much fun to go down. And then we got through, uh, oh, man, I don't remember what the one series. I'm, I'm forgetting some, too, oh, it's, because it's we're going through months. those. <laughs> and we ended up uh, starting just recently making the trek through the Marvels. So we just watched Avengers earlier this week. And, boy, so what a treat. Phase Was that Phase 1? Through all of Phase yep. 1. So Iron Man 3 is on the slate for uh, the next family movie night. And the, it's just been a blast. The Avengers run through oh. like is such an incredible journey. It's it's. I think I mentioned this last night at Golf League. Uh, it's something that I'd almost want to do once a year because they're all For so sure. good. And then you're going to keep having, you know, hopefully once movies get back to being in production and stuff, you're probably going to have, you know, some type of Marvel movie each year. So yeah. Yeah, numerous. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be relevant. It's there's gonna go back through. There's numerous. I mean, oh, Black Widow nice. is already made. It's in the can. It's ready yeah. to be out there because I think that was supposed to come out in April or March of this oh, year, really? or maybe it was in the summer. But regardless, it was coming out soon, and now they pushed it. Back. I wonder how. When every you know when things kind of you know go back to normal, I guess. I, there's. I feel like there's so many movies in the hopper. Like, are we gonna get like you know. The first opening weekend, like four gems out there. No. Are they going to try to they, spread, they want to spread out, out because you don't want to cannibalize yeah. your box the office opening. earnings? So I mean, we have Bond that needs yeah. to be coming out. We have set up for like ten straight weeks of that's awesome the truth. releases. <laughs> that is the truth. And I mean, obviously, we're looking forward to that. Getting back into seeing a movie in a movie theater and and having that experience. But it has been interesting how they've released movies. At home, mm-hmm. um, obviously, one that we did was the Trolls World Tour. Um, I mean, it's it's tough. It's a tough pill to swallow when you look at twenty bucks. But if you think of, if I had to take the whole fam to that, I, we're talking sixty bucks. That is, so I'm saving forty. I think that is a bargain. Yeah. yeah, especially for a family like a guy like me. Yeah, maybe not, but. For the families, yeah, it's I, that's a, that's an easy decision. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's tough. We're gonna get into it here pretty soon, but there hasn't really been 
a lot of recent reviews that we're able to do or, uh-huh. or go through, but we got a couple for you. Um, but, you know, obviously being part of the Michigan Podcasting Network as we are, it's been awesome to see, you know, travel with Thomas Wick. There's not a lot of travel that's yeah, been able to happen, but she's still been able to for. drop a couple of uh, episodes. And, you know, our newest, as just as we left, Jeez, we, we signed a, on to talk with the attic with Kurt Cross. Produ- what a production he's putting out. Plugging just, away. Episode yeah. 26 or 7 dropping tomorrow. Uh, so he's still doing a great job, you know, with, with that. So it's been yeah. a lot of fun, and we already made mention of, you know, Mike Peters' uh uh, flights, football, and anything else, and they've just been plugging away too. So a lot of a uh, lot of good content out there, and you know we're 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 back. So we're going to be giving good content. Yeah, we're giving we true lies, true lies next Ooh, week. The Tom Bucket Arnold list. joint. The Tom <laughs> Arnold. I don't think anybody else big <laughs> no, is in that movie. It's, uh, just Tommy. Maybe Jamie Lee Curtis. I feel like there's a scene that sticks out in my mind. Uh, oh, it's when uh, she. Is the Crypt Keeper, I think, right? Oh. No, that might be... Oh, wait, that's Freaky Friday. <laughs> that's <a> Freaky Friday. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely going to be fun uh, to break into True Lies because I, I have not watched that in so long. that movie. I just watched it. I just watched uh, Eraser, another Ooh. another Arnold classic, Hold up. if you will. I love it. I Vivica Fox? No. No, uh, Vanessa uh, Williams? Vanessa Williams, yes. yes. Uh, it was Fox because wasn't she married to Rick Fox? Yes, That's where absolutely. I was getting the Fox. <laughs> Speaking of Fox, we'll be talking more about him later. F-O-X. Well, let's get into it. Still got it. Still got it. Always. Quick quick question before we move on here. You said you went through the Indiana Jones with him. Yes. Did you do Crystal Skull? We still did. You know, the girls knew it. and We had the... I was wondering. I didn't know if it was like a diehard thing where... No. We we bought the uh, Blu-ray pack, and I was curious, because I've only seen it the one time. The one time, yep. In movie theaters, and I remember... Not liking it at all. I never went back after that yeah. first time. So that's so the indie movies. Give it to me. They hold up incredible. Uh, the first Raiders oh. just so good. Um, Temple of Doom's not my cup of tea. It's not really? my favorite. I enjoy it. You call him Doctor Jones, lady. Uh, there's lots oh, of good stuff. I can't believe that one doesn't hold. I, no, oh, no, no. I still like it. It just. It just in the hierarchy of the Joneses. It doesn't not there. feel in the same tone as one and three, and I think it's because three is my favorite. Last Crusade, yeah. um, you know, only the Punisher Man show. Yes, it's it, there's so many good scenes in that one um, that I think two is just no? okay, it's a little bit different, and I still like it. Still those, like it. You know, one and yeah. three. Boy, that's tough. Because I, I mean, I would say Raiders four buckets. I think Temple like, of Doom. I'm probably like a two and a half to like three. One of the top ten best movies of for yeah. sure. I mean, I, and it holds up unbelievably yeah. well. Um, I think I'd put Last Crusade at four buckets, uh, and then you know, Crystal Skulls is. I'd give it two. So it what, didn't get any better. No, you know, it wasn't out. as bad as I thought. But the end is just so atrocious. Yeah. Where it's the... Isn't it like the, aliens the or something? aliens. Yeah. yeah, spoiler alert. Sorry that I ruined uh, we, we Crystal Skulls. We saved you two hours. Get yeah. out of here. <laughs> um, but it was... There was a couple of fun nods. It was fun to see Karen Allen back. Um, yeah. You know, in, from being gone since Raiders. Because when I seen Crystal Skull, I actually never seen Raiders before. So that didn't really? hit for me. Oh, yeah, okay. Raiders, for some reason, was the last Jones that I seen. Oh, that's interesting. No idea why. It just happened to work out like that. Yeah, so that one didn't hold up. But I will tell you this. I thought Back to the Future 3, in my mind, was always rubbish. Like, just, ugh. They just totally went 
I actually thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Like, I was shocked at, like, wow, I've always trashed on Back to the Future 3. It's not bad at all. Oh, uh, <laughs> and, I mean, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. And I don't know where that was in my mind, why I thought Back to the Future 3 was just crap. Those are... But it was fun. What a great run through in those, because I did that oh. as well over the quarantine. Oh, did you really? Back nice to the work. Yep. And it's... Yeah, it takes you back. You get the Huey Lewis. It just... Uh, it's the power love. Oh, there we go. It felt good to get into it. Uh, singing them again a little loosen bit. Loosen up the pipes a bit. So, any uh, newer type movies that you've so, seen? Uh, a f- let's see here. We got a couple of Netflix ones. I'm going to... All right. Ooh, let's hear it. Give it to the you. people. Give it to the so, people. Extraction. Right? Mm. The, the Thor. Chris movie. Hemsworth. Yep. I've heard this is good. I really enjoyed it. To me, it, it's going to fall in the... True Lies, which we're going to talk about next Fantastic. week. Those type of action, you know, really good action movies. To, it was, I couldn't give it full three buckets because oh. it's, I don't know, maybe just because I'm trying not to be such a softy with the grading, but easy two and a half You're buckets. You're like Ben Whelan getting your mind it, a little yeah, too much. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting, I, I'm getting too generous sometimes, but... Two and a half buckets easily, and to be honest with you, I think you could talk me into three. I thought it so, had a really good storyline. It had awesome chase scenes. The camera, the camera work behind the cars in the chase scene. It you know hard to describe here, but no, when I you watch you. it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I I thought it was really well done. So so two point five buckets, which equates on the Netflix scale to a Netflix three. Yeah, because yeah, the Netflix, there we go. Oh, Netflix we originals up. are usually pretty right. terrible. Yeah, I like how you got me to three. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, our first Leona. <laughs> And then, uh, so we're going to go to that, and then we're going to go all the way down with the platform on Netflix. I'll tell you what, Chuck McPeak was a fan. I know, and I, Chuck, if you you can turn down the dial here for the next 15 seconds here, I thought that was, this movie had such good bones for, you know, it was interesting, you had no idea what was going on, I liked the idea of what was happening, and uh, it, it didn't. To me, it didn't finish. It didn't give me any explanation. I, it was the the dubbed over wording didn't bother me actually no. at all. It's one of those things you, you got past in the you know the first five minutes sure. type of thing. But I I, I, I would never recommend oh. it. I got a point five buckets. It's very interesting. It's very polarizing. I don't think Pete liked it either. Our buddy Pete Remington, uh, you know, once in a while co-host on DFTP. I think he said he didn't like it either, but I've seen other people that really yeah. enjoy it. To me, it was a polarizing like if movie. Like if I was rating it as it was going along, and you had one of those like up down scales, like at some point I'm like, all right, we might percentage. have a two. Like hey, 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 they're not doing anything with it. I'm dropping back down. <laughs> hey, we got a little. Nah, nah. You said point five. So point it's five. Below. I know. Now you're in a bucket. No. No, wow. I can't, I can't do it. I don't want any. Well, let me jump in with one of my uh, recent reviews here. I, I was really excited. To uh, give Sonic the Hedgehog yes. a try. Okay. This was a movie that came out, you know, right around quarantine time. Mm-hmm. It had a huge opening weekend. Jimmy did Carey. really well. I think it was there for two, three weeks. And this was one that you could have done on Amazon. I'm like, I'm gonna wait because this will be one that I know I'm gonna purchase for the kids. Mm-hmm. And it was so much fun to see Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey yeah. again. They took like, the shackles is, off. Oh, this is Jim Carrey unleashed as just the over-the-top, the hilarious, the contortions with the face, the just saying ridiculous well, zany the lines. Perfect type of movie for him, too, because he's yes. it's, like, it's geared towards younger audience. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he can be that zany guy. He can be that yes. wacky Jim Carrey that, I mean, put him on the map, to be honest. <laughs> I, I enjoyed this movie a lot. I'm just a... 
very solid, and it's a recommend. Two point five yes, buckets on this one. Um, it's not quite to that. James Marsden is fine. Like, there's kind of the interesting, James you know, subplot. No, I mean, there's good, fine. there's good special effects, and it's it's fun. Uh, I really, this probably was a two bucket movie. It gets a half bucket just for Jim Carrey alone. Yeah. Jim Carrey almost pushes this to a three because it's just so fun to see him. I'm glad he's in got, this his, role he's got again. his fastball yeah. back. Oh, God. It's it's a lot of fun. You know, the story is it's fine. You're not it's going to this for... Like, yes, I love... I mean, I don't know if this will help, but I loved the game there's growing a, up. There's some so fun it's, nods it's to gonna the be, game. It's going to be yeah. cool to see that, you know, to see what they do with that character. I know during production they had to change... Change the him face, up a bunch of look. time. The face, it the paid teeth, off. It's, it looked good. Like that, but it looked good. And I, I love the fact that the voice is Ben Schwartzman, oh. who is Jean Ralphio, the worst uh, from Parks and Rec. I love Jean oh, Ralphio. Boy. Yep. So uh, <laughs> it's always fun to see him getting work because he's a really funny guy. So Sonic, I had no idea that great, he was Sonic. Great family film, well worth the, the time yes. to watch with the family. And I'm going to have that um, in my mailbox tomorrow. You'll have it in your mailbox Excellent. tomorrow. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> uh, that's social distancing at its best, mm-hmm. just uh, dropping off movies in the mailbox. All right. Let me, a uh, couple more here Absolutely. for you. A couple more. So um, a few Sandlers. Couple a couple of Sandlers. Sandmans. A couple of Sandmans. And obviously he's got a... He's got a thing with Netflix, so he's churning out a lot, a lot of content on there. The Wrong Molly. It was a, a David Spade clip. Uh, it's one of those. Uh, it's gonna have your your Sandler slapstick type of joke. Well, Sa- Sandler's not in this. Nope, though, Sandler right? wasn't in it, but the the boys are. You know, the Sandler yeah, oh, guys. Yeah. I, I don't, Sandler crew. You know, Schneider. I never really know all the names, but it's Rob Schneider, the grandma's boy guy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Alan Covert is uh, that guy, I believe. Yeah. So all those guys are in it. God dang it, Dave. I thought it was hilarious. There is multiple like times during that movie where I was laughing out loud. Me and Kristen both loved it. I wrote down two. I'm going two and a half. I'm giving it a half Netflix two and a half. Netflix two and a half. I think I would recommend this. But, it, you know, going in, if you like Sandler movie, you like that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, no doubt about it, you'll enjoy it. Conversely, oh. I watched Murder Mystery. And man, Pete, this is going to be another one. Turn down the dial for the next 15 seconds here. I thought it was awful. Oh, I wow. just thought it was awful. I didn't. It felt like they were trying too hard to be a clue spoof, and you didn't. It just. It missed. It didn't have the Sandler boys in it. Like, it, where's Rob Schneider as this, the weird you chef can or do something? It. I, I needed. I needed. I needed more. I needed more from it. It didn't. It. It tried too hard, and I thought it missed. One bucket. One bucket's all wow. I can do for it. It's not not quite platform point five. <laughs> I don't think I have watched an Adam Sandler movie since Grown Ups Two. I like the Grown Ups. I like the Grown Ups. I uh, I don't even know if I've seen Grown Ups Two now that I think about it. I think I did, but isn't that the one at the water park? I was yeah. Yeah. So I think the isn't the second one when uh, <laughs> was the guy that goes upside down and. <laughs> He's, he's, he's cheering all the way until he hits the Kevin James the, probably. It sounds like a Kevin James shed. thing. Uh, I I I don't. I've never watched a Sandler Netflix movie. Yeah. I think I watched the Ridiculous Six 
for 10 minutes. I'm like, nope. And I don't know if I can do a Sandler movie that it's there. And I heard our boy Soap uh, loved Uncut Gems, which isn't your quote-unquote... Netflix Sandler movie. I'm looking forward to getting a second watch because I think yeah. I kind of panned it on the pod about uh, three you were months two and a half. Yeah. You were two and a half. Okay. I think I think you went in with the high expectations. Yeah, I thought I was getting a three and a half. Okay. Yeah, I'll that be excited sense. to break that one down and, and look at that as soon as I get through the wire and and Dexter Mike. I mean, Sandler does put out some solid. I watched uh, what pushed me into these couple of Sandlers was Kristen had just go with it on, and this great him, one. And Nick, yeah. him and Nick Swarston and uh, Jennifer Aniston. That was hilarious. That was yeah. a solid film. Like, all right, let's let's roll through a few Sandmans here. Let's see if he still got it. And he does. I mean, he does. Sandler's still funny. Yeah. But sometimes you could tell the scripts are just like, eh, here you go, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> I got something for you. And, and why hey, not? He makes the yeah. money on it, and it's he just doesn't care. I mean, he gets the, the contract, and you're good. And, and the thing is, I think people watch them yeah. all the time still. Oh, yeah. and I, I bet you there's still a lot of, you know, we don't have the Netflix algorithm handy yet. I think our IT department's working on that. But I bet <laughs> you those Sandler movies are some of the more watched Easily. Netflix. And I love the last thing on the Sandman here. I love his ploy of having the plot being in these, uh, like, Hawaii or these tropical places. Genius. So Netflix has to send him there for, you know, months while he films. Absolutely. There's yeah. there's no shooting going on in Maine. <laughs> or, right. Actually, Maine's nice. I should have went with, like, some random... Yeah, it's, uh, it's very uh, nice this time in Nebraska. Year, actually, Bangor, Maine. Let's go to Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, no no offense to our kind listeners in Nebraska, but, I mean, you're, you're shooting cornfields there, so it's, it's not like... That's uh, Iowa. But, yeah, you get the point. The Cornhuskers, it all fits. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I obviously just saw the classics. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and give buckets to Jurassic Park yeah, no, <laughs> uh, and go through those. So, I mean, I, I didn't really watch a lot of newer movies. There hasn't been, but I have been purchasing some of these newer yeah. movies. So, like the Ben Affleck, The Way Back. I know, um, we both I'm should hoping, have a review maybe by I'm next week. I'm hoping next week okay. we should have a, a good review of that one. Um, you know, I purchased the Harley Quinn uh, movie as well, the oh, yeah, Birds, Birds of Prey. Prey. Looking forward to that. So I mean, there's definitely some movies that I've been purchasing. I just haven't yeah. got around to it because hey. the wire and making the making the way through the uh, movies with the kids, uh, really. And that's that's a lot that's of the movie watching time and too. having a good time with that. So you know, for those of you rejoining, for those of you that are maybe joining for the first time, hopefully a, a few. Uh, you know, we we always kind of switch up what we do and and, you know we like to break down some classic movies we call them our bucket list movies you know we'll do some uh top fives we'll do uh, a newer segment that we just started this new year that we've only done a couple of that we love so it'll be coming soon the draft the draft draft. um that's been a lot of fun that that uh embraced a bait quite a bit with those uh, the Matt Damon draft still uh, a lot of a lot of hurt feelings over the born born movies getting left yeah. out of the Damon draft. Uh, that's a, that's uh, a miss. <laughs> so yeah, it's definitely one of those things uh, that that we would be looking at there. But um, you know, we we have all these different things, so we just want to let you know. Well, you know, we've been off a little bit. Uh, you know, if you've been off of anything for a little bit, you don't you don't want to exert yourself too much you know if, if, if you've been running marathons for two years and you take a year off you're not going out and running another marathon yeah. right i mean you're, you're gonna start off with a nice light little jog. 5k yeah. maybe just a light jog to get yourself back in shape so uh wes and i uh we're gonna do a bucket list tonight and it's actually works out 
perfect in so many ways. And it was actually the movie that we said we were going to do in episode 49 yeah. to celebrate episode 50. We're coming back with a layup. We're coming up with a slam dunk. We're coming up with a kind of, let's get loose, let's get yeah. back. Ladies and gentlemen, I got three words for you. You've got mail. I turn on my computer. I go online. Welcome. Welcome. And my breath catches in my chest until I hear three little words. What is going on with you? Is it infidelity if you're involved with someone on email? This woman is the most adorable creature I've ever been in contact with. Have you had sex? Of course not. I don't even know. Mm, I mean cyber sex. No. Well, you know what? Don't do it. Because the minute you do, they lose all respect for you. In a city where everyone's looking for someone, Joe and Kathleen have discovered the best way to meet someone <gasps> is to never meet at all. We just email. It's really nothing. I don't know his name or what he does or where he lives exactly. What? He couldn't possibly be the rooftop killer. What they don't realize... What are you doing? You're taking all the caviar? That caviar is a garnish. Is they already have. Just Joe Fox, I'm in the book business. I am in the book business. What should I have said to a man who has made my professional life a misery? Tell me something, really. How do you sleep at night? Fight. Fight to the death. In life, they're at odds. She's beautiful, but she's a pill. Online, they're in love. Do you think we should meet? I know just where I'm going. Meet? Oh my god. I'm gonna say hello, I'm gonna have a cup of coffee, and then I'm gonna split. That's what I'm gonna do. Why am I even doing this? Why am I compelled to even meet her? Relax. You're just taking it to the next level. And I'm not gonna stay that long anyway. I already said that, didn't I? Yes, you did. No. He could be the next person to walk into the store. He could be. May I please come up? No, I don't really think that that is a good idea because I have a terrible cold. And there we go. Uh, we Nora. said it before. My God. Uh, I think this made both of our yeah. Tom the rom-com top boys five. are back. <laughs> the boys. I mean, I, I know it's the perfect movie. For this time, though, and, and when we said it, obviously we had no idea how perfect it was going to be. Yeah. Um, because we've been dealing with quarantine, and how do you have a relationship during these times of social that distance? First month. I mean, uh, you Whew. know, if you're single, that's probably your only. You know, you're you're trying to stay in contact. You're looking for your own little yeah, shot, girl. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it, it definitely makes it really tough um, to help out with that. I mean, it's, it's just so hard to. You know, try and how do you, how do you do that? There's no yeah. bar to go to to hang out. So I mean, you gotta be able to type yeah. or text, you know, obviously not? now. And cultivate a relationship <laughs> online. Swipe right on Tinder. I, you know, it's <laughs> it's out there. But this actually, I think that's what we happened. That was the the sequel to you got Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that you uh, pitched one time, and God, so. I'm going to let you uh, talk about it, and then obviously I'm going to come in. We, we have different categories that we like to do for the bucket list, and we always like to start off, what makes it a bucket list movie? What makes this a classic in your mind, Wes? It's, uh, I mean, you're coming right in there, and to just kick it right off, Hanks and Meg Ryan. Great, I mean, what a perfect duo for this type of, uh, 
you know, feel-good movie. You, obviously, you loved him in Sleepless in Seattle, so you kind of have that, you have that base with him, you have that history with him, and even though this is not a sequel, it kind of feels like a continuation of these two these two relationships yes. into a completely no- another movie in a completely different setting. We're in New York. We're in Aurora the Borealis. The Upper West Side. I think Costanza's yeah. got a house up there. Love New York in the fall. Oh, it's, it, so you have that dynamic. So you're already like, all right, I'm in. It's funny. I mean, it's so witty. It's so funny. It's you got a deep cast. And to be honest with you, Dave, I think this gives you such like a really good realistic feel of how uh like how two dyna- two different dynamics can be they yeah. they dive deep into the uh you know the the joe fox relationship with his aunt and his uh brother you know yeah. the little kids he's out he's, he's out brother. on the street you know doing the the strength little hit they're you know taking him to the bookstore and stuff you go to uh you know Kelly, uh, help me out here. It's Kathleen Kelly. Kathleen Kelly. I was going to say oh, yeah. Megan Kelly. I just watched Bombshell. <laughs> if you like, if you like Kathleen Kelly, time you're going to love her. <laughs> uh, Kathleen Kelly. I mean, you just—they really dive into both their lives a little bit. That you, you kind of get wrapped up in the character, and it, man, it just delightful. <laughs> I, it, I, you, you mentioned it. In a, I think it was our first episode ever. We did the Tom Hanks Megan Kelly top five. Music. That's all right. That's, <laughs> It was the top oh, five. <laughs> it is. Hey, we told you we got to start with the layup. Tom Hanks' top five was our first ever top five, and that's where you called this movie delightful. And you hit on so many of the things, but man, is there a better chemistry couple than a Tom yeah. Hanks Meg Ryan? I mean, they've done it three times. Start with Joe versus the volcano, then you go Ooh, right to Sleepless didn't in even Seattle. That. The, the trio of movies of them together, and man, does this movie. This is just what the doctor ordered yeah. because this movie makes you feel good from start mm-hmm. to finish. I mean, it just leaves you with just a happy, good feeling um, because it starts off right away with the, and then you get the cranberries coming in with their yes! song. Oh, Dad wrote down soundtrack. cranberries. What a perfect, like just the way that uh, Meg Ryan's kind of narrating it. You yes. Know, initially when she gets in, you know, I get, never felt yeah, like this It's wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. It, it's you just catch yourself smiling through this whole movie. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this one, it, it does, it's your typical rom-com. You know how it's going to end. But there really isn't, like, the middle part of where, oh, well, they were almost together and then yep. Tom Hanks blew it. Like, they really kind of almost subverted that where you have Tom Hanks finding out that shop girl is Meg Ryan. She doesn't know, but you can kind of see him working the angles. Yeah, I really liked like it. Slowly pull apart from the uh, the inner, you know, the uh, the you've got male connection. Yes, but not in a you know in creepy a, way. Yeah, or, not yeah. in a bad way. Just like slowly push apart, but also while inserting Joe Fox. Yeah, which is just. It, it makes it just awesome like that. Just the way everything kind of evolves and moves along, and man, you really start feeling for like this last. Just you know, watching it uh, yesterday, you start feeling for Kathleen Kelly when the the business goes shop in. around the corner. Yeah, she's in that book. Forty two years when that sign goes about on. The shoe, you know, the shoe books. I like ballet shoes, but there's four different shoes, and she, you know, she starts welling up. And you're like, God dang, that's yeah. you know, it's tough. Well, because that that shop was all she had left of her mom, Mm -hmm. she felt like, and you lose it. But that's almost an interesting subplot of the idea of capitalism and how the Fox books, like the megastore can just swallow up that. And it's it's so funny now because I even wrote it down in my notes, like, 
Fox Books is obviously Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Uh, and those Fox Books look so incredible inside. It does. And it? now, like those bookstores are getting ate up by Amazon. Amazon like it's always yeah. you know, the, somebody the, else. The the machine always keeps churning. And that's and, uh, I had that down too. Is there even any independent bookstores? I don't think you'll ever. There see that are, anymore. but I mean, sadly, rarely. sadly now, I mean it's. They're gonna be they're, they're struggling because they don't have people that go in and you try and order it. But I mean, yeah, you're pretty much down to Barnes and Noble and Amazon. Man. And you look at this. No more shops around the corner. No more shops around. A lot the of corner. shop girls crying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you look at but you're, all of those things and our our love for Tom Hanks is clear in this pod. We know you know Mike Peters not a fan of Tom no. Hanks. Uh, which I mean I, I don't know. Come on, Mike. Mike I mean that's Mikey. That's America's actor right there. That's America's ass. <laughs> uh, but, no, it's uh, you just love Tom Hanks. And I, just there's something about the the his spirit that he brings to mm-hmm. every movie. He's just so funny and effortless. I wrote it down in my notes. The man can juggle, Wes. The man can <laughs> juggle. He's at that fair, and I'm like, Tom Hanks can juggle? I'm like, what can this man not do? I mean, it's just absolutely I love that that incredible. made your notes. Like, oh, Tom, did. look at that form. Not only did I wrote it down, you I put started. exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, because I was so uh, blown away by the skill of Tom Hanks. So oh, that's fantastic. I think all of that makes it a classic. And I just, with all of the crappy stuff we've had to deal with the last few months, boy, is there something to be said about a movie that lets you escape for two hours yeah. and just leaves you feeling just so yep. good. So fulfilled emotionally and just so satisfied with how it ends. And oh, it's just a, it's a perfect movie to watch in these imperfect times. Oh, oh look at you. Look at look that. Look at you. Practice that. I can cross <laughs> that quote up. All right. Uh, quote well, one delivered. <laughs> this is, I think, where it, it was hard. We're going to go to now best scene. What we thought was our favorite scene, and, and what we'll do, you know, kind of when we, we get done here, uh, is go our honorable mentions and, and kind of list some of those. But we were talking a little bit pre pod. It's kind of hard to really pinpoint a scene. Like, a, there isn't just the, those outlandish scenes. There's a couple scenes that are mm-hmm. funny. Um, but the way this movie's shot, there's just not. The one memorable scene. I think it's a big culmination of everything. But I definitely have a few that I uh, really enjoyed. So I'll, I'll be interested to see oh, where I you can't go wait here. To, I, I love the... Uh, I can't wait to throw out the nominees here. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see what I got down here, Dave. The... I actually liked the... Uh, when uh, Greg Kinnear and Meg Ryan are in the restaurant and the... Yeah, I don't I don't love you. Me neither. Neither. <laughs> and they're just so elated by that. So who... Is there somebody... It's that new, you know, just, I don't know why, but that, it's... What, but she's a Republican. Perfect, but she's a Republican. <laughs> well, what does Kinnear say? I thought I wrote it down. Ah, I don't know. Like, like how it even, that scene even starts in the theater. I gotta tell you, I didn't vote. He, well, I forgive you. And then that does that it was for it. That does it's it for up. So I, really random, but I, th- I had to throw that one out there. Well, it's a piggyback on that. I love the part when they're in the movie theater, and this uh, Greg Kinnear's favorite <laughs> line. It's a, uh, it gets just a hot dog is singing. A hot dog is singing. You need quiet while the hot dog is singing. <laughs> I just the way he says it. I feel like I can see you saying that in there. Or would you be the shush guy? Are you a are you no. a hot dog is singing? You, I need you, silence. You have. <laughs> Please, ma'am, that is a Kogel. That's a Kogel. Uh, we we respect we respect. respect the curve. <laughs> a little respect. 
when the Vienna speaks, we listen. Uh, no, I, it's I am, still meat to meat. No, I, I am a full. You you get talking privileges, phone privileges, until the movie starts. Right up until previews, yep. fair game because previews aren't as special as they were anymore because they're all on YouTube. Yeah, you can you can watch well, them like that's where if, I'm at too. If there's a great preview, I'm like ah, I'll just check it out when I get home. Mm-hmm. But the second that movie starts, you better be, or yeah. I will. Give you the looks. I don't know if I ever shush, as was told with Mr. Clean talking about uh, ruining Avengers Endgame for me. But I don't think I got it in me to shush. I mean, that's a because you're old. just you're inviting. Uh, a, you know, what's he gonna say? Was he's gonna just keep coming back at you? I, I feel like, like I did shush those teenagers <laughs> when we uh, were at the first Avengers. It's something with the Marvel movies, man. I get horrible luck with who I see. Well, like, I don't want to have Marvel. a snapback. Oh yeah, go. Oh, Go shush, right, yourself. Not, yeah. Go shush yourself. Go shampoo yourself. Yeah, well, that's all I was just going to say is shush, but uh, it's really elevated. <laughs> well, a hot dog is sitting here. No, I, I enjoyed it. Sorry. Uh, more no, of no, your uh, honorable mention scenes. Hank's on the treadmill watching himself on the news. I was eloquent. Eloquent. <laughs> no, well, oh, there's so much that's there because you also get that. Yeah, because he did that. It was the... Uh, we sell cheap books, so sue me. So sue me. I said so much. We're at goddamn Piazza. <laughs> and then just the stare off as the, the the treadmill takes him back. Yep. Oh. So I love that scene with him and Chappelle. One more I'll throw out there at you before I give you my, obviously the final scene. I'm not even going to touch on that. But yep, that's. Elevator scene where the elevator gets stuck. You got Parker Posey. If we jump Tom up and down. Hanks. <laughs> The jump up and down thing's hilarious. They all look at each other. Eh. And then just, you know, going around and everybody's got their priorities and how that sets up yeah. perfectly. When I get out of here, I'm getting my eyes lasered. <laughs> so everybody's saying stuff so serious yep. and like life affirming. Like, I'm going to spend more time with my wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm gonna, it's just going to mean more to me. And it, oh, it's the best. Yep. That's that's. I love how it clicks. That's when he's just, like, no, nope, we're done with like, then he ends up going to Fox 2, the Fo- right next to Fox 3, much bigger. I like how the, da- the dad asks him, would I like her? <laughs> the dad, such a sleazeball. Such a sleazeball. The nanny? S- sidebar, did you catch the dad's girlfriend putting the hand on Hanks' thigh? He that made was numerous the first moves. time. He made numerous, she made numerous moves. There was also something... Um, Oh, it was at the boat when she was dropping off the kids when mm-hmm. uh, he was going to take out the nephew and brother when came in for the kiss on the cheek and she got him on the lips and he had to like pull away right away. So Ooh, Jillian was constantly Jillian hitting on the hole quite a bit. F-O-X. <laughs> yeah, so uh, what did you go with? All right, so my favorite scene, the one that I'm going to give you here, is the cash only line scene. Kathleen Kelly's up there in the grocery store. Doesn't notice. I have a dollar. One dollar. You have no... Then the, the line loses it. You have no cash. She has no cash. You have no cash. Was it, was it Harry? Was the one guy? Because Hanks is talking to him. because She has no cash. She has no cash. Get in another line. Like, just <laughs> hollering at her. And Joe Fox, smooth as can be, comes to the rescue. And he just... He's got such charisma. During that whole thing, oh, and God, what was the cashier's name? I Rose. Up. Rose. That's such a great name. Rose Orange. Orange, you gonna help me? It was. Oh, it's knock <laughs> knock. Knock knock. Who's there? Who, who's there? Orange. 
Aren't you gonna help me and swipe this little credit card in the credit card machine? And then I love how she has the smile and yeah. she goes back to the frown when uh, Kathleen's right back yeah. there. So that whole thing, like, she doesn't want help from Joe Fox. She doesn't want anything. Do you need money? How he opens it up. And then he just solves it. Happy holidays. Frank, happy holidays. And it just moves, moves along. <laughs> I love it. So that's it I gave that one my star. That, that would have been an honorable mention on Gross, mine. That is a great Oh, man, did I have a couple. Um, I, my other honorable mention that wasn't... I do like the scene. It's almost like a montage where they're out at the street fair, you know, getting their yep. faces painted. I love when he's in that little car, <laughs> knees up to the chin, going yes. around in the merry-go-round. Uh, that part's fun. Um, you know, I'm also uh, a big fan of, you know, the... Uh, it's one of. It's, I know you are a fan of this as well because I think we've talked about this before. We talked about it at the vid uh, when we worked there. It's when they're at that dinner party and they figure out like, yo, I, I can't believe you were just talking to him. That's Joe Fox, and she comes back over and he is just scooping that caviar it's... like a son of a gun. And it's like that. You, you, that's a garnish. Um, you know the carry, and then he goes back to the scoops, and then my favorite part is the way he looks at her as he's it's just tapping. tapping the plate, tapping the caviar. And I never noticed this before, though. Kathleen takes the extra caviar off of his plate, his plate. and puts it on hers. Yep. I enjoyed that. We're going to so, spread this caviar out. It's that, a garnish. <laughs> there was kind of fun seeing that kind of the rivalry start to mm -hmm. build. Oh, the other one was when. Obviously, he finds out uh, that it is Kathleen Kelly, but it's like Dave Chappelle's like, oh, she's good looking. It had to be. She had to be. Then it's just the classic, the had to be. The, the, the Hanks like that. So that was an honorable mention, but here it is. This is my favorite. Chappelle is wonderful. I mean, honestly, you don't, if you don't like Kathleen Kelly, you ain't going to like this. Yeah. <laughs> just, just the way he sets that, it up. Yeah. Uh, and I really like that whole scene of them even walking up. It's just mm -hmm. a good back and forth. I would have loved a little more Chappelle in this movie. That yeah. might come back later in a salty scene. But um, my favorite, though, is the instant message scene. So it's basically where they're on. I they're, love she's that you emailing. Put that. I can't I put it's like I, I thought you'd be on. Mm -hmm. And there's so much fun where yep, it's <laughs> it, I, I think there's like three gifts that come just from mm -hmm. this scene ah, of I'm a brilliant businessman. Yeah, a business is a <laughs> and then the yeah. finger di diving down to type. But then this is where you get the Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, you know, Godfather. You know, uh, what, what can you do? You need to go pack for a vacation? Take the gun. Leave the cannoli. Uh, <laughs> or I think I had that the wrong way. <laughs> leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> that's, a, <laughs> that's a bad vacation. Take the gun. Leave the cannoli. Right. <laughs> take, take down Kathleen Kelly. Take down Kathleen It's like, whoa. Good thing uh, Kathleen didn't right, go there. It could have been a whole different really, movie. It took a turn here. Yeah, you got nailed. Uh, is what you would have had with that. I think we had that one at Family Video in the back, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. Uh, so the uh, There's so many good parts. That's where you get the Godfather scenes. Um, and it's just, you get the, go, you know, go to the mattresses. And then my favorite part is right after you get that, Frank, Greg Kinnear's character, comes in. Like, hey, what does it mean go to mattresses? It means go to war. Uh, like Frank instantly knew it. It's like it's for the Godfather. Uh, it's like you know what is it with guys and the Godfather? Godfather. <laughs> uh, and it's always coming back because it came from earlier when uh, Joe said it at that party. So 
I didn't know who you were with. I didn't know who you were uh, with. It's, it's from The Godfather. He's like, what is it with men and The Godfather? So I really enjoy yes. the back and forth. Great choice. Because that mo- this movie hinges on being able to do that. Because I was, what do you say, 10, 15 minutes? And this is the great acting skill of both of these actors. Like, they have to pretend and type. Like, that narration is going on as they're sitting here typing. And it's still riveting. It's still fun to watch. It's fun Recite to look at the... that yourself. It's not personal. It's business. <laughs> it's fun it's, to I look... I love the voiceover. And it's fun to look at the reactions of how they mm-hmm. do things. And my favorite is when he had to stand her up. It's like, I was at a... I had this, or I was at the meeting, and then he's looking at Brinkley, the delete. And then he gets, like, the two fingers <laughs> yeah. out, and he's just deleting that way. He looks at Brinkley. Brinkley. None uh, too pleased. In doing that. So there's so much uh, that goes into that. Now, I forgot to mention this up front. I think the other reason why this movie is right in our wheelhouse and why we love it so much, we are AOL kids. Like, we yes. grew up when AOL was, this was our form. Like, yep. this is how we talk to friends. Like, have mm-hmm. an instant messenger... We'd spend Friday, Saturday nights just oh, for sure. typing away. You have like eight windows up talking to friends. Yeah. And there was something so exhilarating about that five-second wait. You know, you go through it. You can hear it a little bit. There. Yeah. <laughs> like I used to have a dance made up to that. You know, like having all of those things. And then you wait. Like as soon as it connects, you and then you hear those three little words. You've got mail, uh, and it was—it was exhilarating. Yeah. Like, oh, what I get? Nah, it's just a uh, just junk. Uh, but it, it was so much fun to be like an AOL kid uh, and grow up and, and knowing exactly what this relationship yeah. would have been Screen like and talking to friends. Girl. Yeah, he's what was Mungers? It was uh, Night Rider Six. He had yeah. a bunch. Munger Man. had a bunch. Shout out to uh, Duncan Chiropractic there. Kevin Mahalik, pop your collar 18 back in the oh, day. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I thought he had like a KM, uh, yeah, KM 18 at one point. Pop your back. collar. What were you? Were you just Ledesma 15? I was Puck West 15. <laughs> oh, Puck West. <laughs> oh, one letter away from what a lot yeah, of people right, have said. Ew. <laughs> uh, mine is... Uh, I think I was Triple H, HHH2233. Ah, <laughs> uh, the classic Beast2233 at one point. Oh, God, there was. It was fun to have the classic screen names like NY Shop Girl or whatever it was. Uh, with it. Yeah, you would, never have it as your, uh, you would never have it as your address. What was that NY152? Oh, yeah, you're right. 152 yeah. ways into my heart. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Fox loses it at that. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's good stuff. So that I, I forgot to mention that up top. I mean that that's a I think a sticking point with us and why, for me, I really enjoyed like some of these AOL scenes because it just brought back so many memories. Heck yes, heck yes. And now we get into to the tough to one. Too. And ooh, I'm looking forward to it. The quote: This yeah. we do best quotes. This is going to be hard, and I feel like I let the cat out of the bag. I think I already mentioned mine, but I'm excited. You know, you're gonna don't give honorable mentions on this. Let's nope, do the honorable I'm mentions gonna, after because I don't want you to steal uh, mine. I'm gonna come right out with it. It's it's a quote, but it's a it's a long one here. Oh, and it's it's Joe Fox. I don't know why I really dig this, but I just love his rant on Starbucks. I, it, it's the the Joe. The whole yes. purpose of places like Starbucks is for people with no decision making ability whatsoever to make six decisions just to buy one cup of coffee. Short, tall, light, dark. Cafe, decaf, low fat, non fat, etc. So people who don't know what the hell they're doing or who on earth they are can, for only two ninety five, get not just a cup of coffee, 
but an absolutely defining sense of self. Tall, decaf, cappuccino. And what I love about that's a great that's a, that is a great. Quote. I love it. And the, I love how the 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 voiceover stops, and the next guy's a tall decaf cappuccino. <laughs> uh, he orders the exact yeah. thing that he talked about, and you l- see the know. like the grin on Meg Ryan's face because it's like, oh, it was just talking There's about this. So many good quotes in this one. For some reason, every time I watch this, that sticks out to me, and it, it cracked me up. So I'm going. I'm giving the Starbucks rant the nod. So I think it's it goes without saying, the quote of the movie is obviously "Don't cry, shop girl." Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, on here. Yeah, that's <laughs> that is it. Like I mean that. Yeah, we don't want to just go chalk and yeah. give you what is the obvious quote that everybody remembers from that. Yeah, we're gonna leave out "thank you." Oh. <laughs> and here it is. I, I, I'm going a little blue for the yeah. uh, audience here, but there's just something so funny about the person that said it. Our our good old Dame Birdie, who uh, works at that. This is the older lady. This yeah. is the girl that worked with Cecilia Kelly. Cecilia Kelly. We were supposed to go on a date once, which I love that too. That. Um, Hanks's grandpa was supposed to date Cecilia Kelly. Ooh. Uh, talked about her right at the yeah. beginning. That's Cecilia Kelly's store. Uh, supposed to go out on a date with uh, Nice that, connection. I uh, love there. that. But Birdie worked. Like, this is the old She's lady that basically did too. it. She's great. Uh, always having the. Uh, yeah, we're, no, no difference at all. No like, looking at the at numbers. But this happened early. Let me ask her. She says she doesn't know, but the window display looks great. (laughs) (laughs) So Birdie just comes in with a high and tight fastball. I tried to have cyber sex once, and I kept getting a busy signal. (laughs) It's just (laughs) coming from Birdie. I'm like, what was that? Birdie. And I already kind of ruined it because my other big one, and it was just, it's the Hanks. There's something about Hanks. Oh, gosh, that was another one I forgot. Uh, We watched A League of Their Own with the girls. Uh, giving them wow. the, the other classic. More Hanks. There's, there's something about when Hanks just gets worked up. Not like angry, angry, but just the Hanks getting worked up. Like the, oh, you zip it, Doris. Uh, when he's like, there's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You know, when you get that Hanks. And then it was. It was the treadmill scene that we already talked about. And when he's like, uh, we sell cheap books. So, so sue me. So he's like, yeah. I was much more eloquent than that. We're like, God. Goddamn Piazza! And it was just the way he called Fox Books a goddamn Piazza that I absolutely lost it. I loved it. So I couldn't go with that. I mean, it's I just, thought that was yours for sure. I thought that was going to be It was, but I already kind of mentioned it, and it's just so quick. I wanted to go with the birdie line because that was good. Um, uh, you know, a, a couple other ones, we already, we already said that, but I, that was about it. I already did the, a hot dog is singing. You need quiet while a hot dog is singing, and then a caviar being a garnish. So we mentioned a lot of my quotes that I liked, but uh, other ones that you had? Any uh, others? Couple, or that... I had to thank your, the, you're taking thank all your. the caviar, yes. <laughs> obviously. And then I'm going to throw Steve Zahn in there. Mm. Yeah, this place is a tomb. I'm going to the nut shop where it's fun. <laughs> Let me sneak a sneak a Steve Zahn in there, and Love I think we'll be talking about him a little bit later no, on. I don't too. like hearing that one bit. So yeah, no, that's uh, those were a couple of my honorable mentions. A lot of good quotes. A lot of good quotes mm-hmm. in this movie. Now we get to a two horse race. Oh wait, oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, we we uh, before so we do best performance, but when we did. Meet the Parents Bucket List. Go back and listen to it. One of our better pods, yeah. I think. Um, we both mentioned we, we kept 
talking about James Rebhorn's character, Dr. Bob. Like we kept saying like, man, we want to give him the best, we want to give him the best performance, but he's just, he's not in it he's enough. He's not in it enough, like, but he affects it a lot. I it? mean, he yeah. is so good in the movie that it was like, boy, we want to give it to him. And we just couldn't quite bring ourselves to give it to James Rebhorn. But it did allow us to, you know, get to the point where we could have a James Rebhorn Award. We're gonna honor so, you know, and you, we, we don't do it quite as much, but it's the classic line that you always heard from Rebhorn in Meet the Parents. You always heard him go, It was a big shot. And we got into a pretty big <laughs> thing for a while where everything was a, it was a big deal. It was a and big deal. We, we still find Rebhorn <laughs> getting dropped into a yeah. lot of our things. And it's the, who is that guy that, isn't that stealing the 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 show? But like, man, it's such a great yeah, supporting a couple, character. He's in a couple of scenes, but boy, you remember him in the movie like he's in a, almost all the scenes yeah. because he affects it that much. So yeah. we call this our James Rebhorn Award. Not one of your main characters, but definitely one that we love. And I think I know exactly where you're going based on the uh, Tomb yeah, and Nuthouse. So I, uh, I kind of gave it away. I'm giving it to my boy Steve Zahn. It's this is early Zahn too. So. I feel like the, he's right. Uh, you recognize him because you've seen him in a few things, but man, he's in such a he's a couple of scenes in there, and I think he kills it. I like when he oh, he's so they're, good. They're debating about why he, uh, you know, why Kathleen Kelly got stood up, and and he shows the <laughs> the, the, the new strangler, the, the like strangler, I was gonna say the, the rooftop strangler. strangler yes, yes like that's that. what it is. <laughs> so he's in. Yeah, it, I love Steve Zahn in this. I think it. The couple of scenes that he ends, he just brings it. So I'm giving uh, Steve Zahn our return Jimmy Rebhorn oh. Award for my side here. It's a it's a great place to go. He was in the running for mine. And I think I can get away with this because if you look at screen time, my guy here was only on the screen for about five minutes. I'm going to Chappelle Show. Yeah! Chappelle yeah. Show. He was not on there at all. Dave Chappelle. I mean, not in every man. But. I, I love his character, and here's why. Like, he's he's really good. He adds that fun friend aspect to Joe Fox. And, I mean, really, you could probably have this movie without him being in it, but it's such a departure mm -hmm. for Dave Chappelle. Like, this is not what you would necessarily think of, especially at the time. Oh, like, we're talking got these perfect quips, though. We're talking Dave Chappelle. Uh, boy, I think You've Got Mail came out after Half-Baked, so we already had Half-Baked Dave Chappelle. We already had we Dirty Work Dave Chappelle. Are we right in the Chappelle Show era, or is this before he even started? Uh, this that? is a little before Chappelle Show, because oh, okay. Chappelle Show was um, like 2002, 2003 uh, is when that was coming out. And I, I think uh, oh, yeah, You've Got go Mail is 99. Yeah, oh, it's... But I, I really like what he brings, because he's... 100%. As funny as he is, like he's not Dave Chappelle over the no. top. Like, you don't get you drunk. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> doing anything like that. Like, he's got great one liners. He's got such a good I delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor said, I need a backy out of me. Uh, we might need to do a yeah, Chappelle right. breakdown here soon. Uh, he, but we, we love him because we grew up watching him all the time. The guy still can bring his mm -hmm. fastball in the stand up specials. I tell you what, I didn't consider him for this. And for. I should have, because you're right. His screen time isn't that high, but for some reason, because it just seems he, too big. Yes, no, no. It just he does so well in the the yeah. scenes that he in. I felt like he was in the movie much more, and then rewatching it, you're like, same, dang, same. Chappelle's only in you know a handful of Four scenes, scenes, but 
because those four scenes are so really iconic, like yeah. even when he's walking through Joe Fox in the bookstore and stuff, Great. that conversation is so good. You think you think Chappelle's throughout this whole thing, but you're right. I bet your screen time is it's probably less than Zahn. Not much. It is less than Zahn. That sounds like a movie. <laughs> less than Zahn. Less than Zahn. Ooh, let's get right on that. Right. That could be our uh, screenplay that we're writing. Um, yeah, I, I I just really I, like I what he brings. I thought you were going to go with Parker Posey. I really did. Well, the only reason I didn't is because we I know we have Chappelle in our recast too, but I, I, I feel like she was almost too much of a... Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't go Greg Kinnear because... He's yeah. in it too much. I thought you were also going to try to stretch and put Kinnear in there. It'll stuck love, on me. I always love Kinnear. Yeah. What? He brings it every he's movie he's the, in. I don't, are we ready for an IMDb deep dive? But it, what? Well, As Good does, As It Gets is my favorite I was going to say, what? I don't know if I've seen him in something I dislike. Like, I think there was even a Ghost Town movie with him and... Uh, Boy. Who was it? The original, the guy in the original office. Uh uh, oh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. Yeah, that's and a great that movie. That was even a good movie. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you. That's a, that's a great poll. You know what? All We're right. back. Let's Hitting deep the breaks. dive. Let's deep We're dive. We're You know we like to do here. it. We, we want to... This is a guy that doesn't get enough... And I don't... Is, is he ever in a leading man, though? He He's... Ooh, what a great... Like, he is, is the best Scotty Pippen ever. But I don't think he's ever... No, because like even Little as Miss Sunshine, as good as it gets, was that's his a, best performance. That's a Steve Carell joint, I would say. No, that's uh, Alan Arkin to me. Oh, really? Ooh. Alan Arkin would be well. He no, and Alan Arkin was the supporting. That's probably whatever the kid's name. I forget the kid's oh, name in yeah. that one. Uh, but no, he's still working hard. Abigail I mean, Breslin. You get <laughs> there. She is. But I mean, I a lot of things lately that just don't seem to be. He had a good run in House of Cards. It looks like. But, I mean, I'm not really seeing him in a ton. Obviously, we loved him in Invincible, but yeah. he's God, he a good really dick good for meal. I don't think he cried enough, though. That was the only problem Still with that. Still second banana to Wahlberg in that one. Uh, so you're not... I don't know boy, if We're getting down banana. to 2000. I mean, I'm just not seeing him in a lot that... You're right. He's just a constant supporting... Guy, I mean, I mean, even him in Modern Family, which you probably came across that yeah. episode, he was awesome in that that one episode. <laughs> Absolutely, but Ghost Town's a good call. I think he was in that one, but no, I mean that's Ricky Gervais. I don't remember him in Baby Mama. I don't remember how big his part was in that. Yeah, he was the uh, Amy, or not uh, Amy Poehler, but uh, he was the Tina Fey boyfriend. I think Little Miss Sunshine were getting close because I think he was the dad, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's probably one of his close, but that's more of an ensemble. Would you say he's co-lead in Stuck great. on You? I mean, that's kind of a 1A, 1B with him and Maddie sure Damon. sure, 1A, 1B. He was great in The Friends at that the one. <laughs> Man, we were soldiers. He's amazing uh, in that movie. But yes, he is. Yeah. Once again, he's not a main guy. He's he's literally support. <laughs> Boy, you're right. I don't. He is so this, just the so classic... He is just a, like a mercenary, like he's just going into these movies, killing his role. Because I feel like anytime you watch him in there, you're not. Leaving Dear like... God, Dear God was a, a leading role for him. Uh, uh, that was one. Uh, you know like it if Simon you saw the. the, uh, if, you the, can see the <laughs> if you can see that uh, oh, cover, yeah, that's. <laughs> but I mean, that's yeah. There's still so that's ninety. That's about it. That's it for the deep dive. You're right. I mean, always brings it. Always a great guy to. Always, always a good uh, come with guy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, have have him come around and have him be well, in your movie and make I him never, a little bit better. I always thought of uh, Kinnear as Same. a dude that would have, you know, we'd look through this and he'd have a couple of leading movies, but he's just 
just a mercenary. Just he just just, just, just jumps in there, really? gives you fire for a few scenes, and he gets the hell out of there. We almost could meet him at Revhorn, but uh, no, no, that's, no, no, I like Jimmy. I like Jimmy. That, that's but where Greg, we had to go with that. Greg, we honor so this you. This one's to you. We'll, we'll talk about you in the recast. <laughs> this Mickey's for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we got a two horse race here. Maybe I'm wrong, no, but best I mean, performance. This is tough. Do you go Tom Hanks? Do you go Meg Ryan? Do you go Greg Kinnear? Do you go Frank Navasky? Uh, it's tough. It is tough, tough, tough. I, I don't know. Who do you go with? Tom I, Hanks uh, or Meg Ryan? I I mean, as great as Hanks is, to me, Meg Ryan, I gave the nod to in this. She, I don't know for the Kathleen Kelly role during this time, if you could have picked a better actress and then just the way... Her emotion is through all this stuff. The uh, you know the the fighting, the little you know when she's sick, you know when Joe Fox comes over, just all the little the emotion in the bookstore. Just she really brings it. She's sweet. She's you know not overly attractive. Obviously Meg Ryan's beautiful, but she's not this you know the way they have her in there. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah she's the every woman. There we go. It just was perfect for this role. And Hanks is Hanks. You know Hanks. Is, I hate to say that you could replace Tom Hanks and still get a uh, you, you cannot got replace mail. A Tom you cannot Hanks. replace a Tom <laughs> Hanks. But if you gunned ahead and you had to say one of these had to go, I think Kathleen Kelly's wow. Meg Ryan is a slight more important. And Tom, I know you're a listener. I'm sorry, yeah. but I'm giving it to Meg. Hard to argue. Hard to argue with that uh, for all the reasons. Argue it, Skip. You listen. <laughs> I'm going here. There it is. There it is. I mean, this uh, the listeners can't see it, but he's got a Tom Hanks T-shirt on, so it should have gave that away. <laughs> it's just the big piano scene. That's <laughs> all it is. Right. Uh, shout out Robert Lozier. Right. Uh, but it's definitely, man, it, it is so neck and neck. And honestly, I was probably swayed by the fact that you took Meg Ryan. I might have, <laughs> I might have went opposite. But there's just something that I think makes. Meg Ryan's performance even better is the sweetness that Tom Hanks mm-hmm. brings to it. The the likable, I mean, honestly, the likable villain. Yes. I mean, if you yeah. kind of break it down. Ooh, was this this the introduction to the anti-hero? <laughs> I mean, if, if you got Walt Joe White Fox, here, right? uh, you know, that's, next you'll see him laundering money in the Ozarks. <laughs> uh, but it's definitely one of those things where you have somebody that, should be kind of despicable, and he plays it off so well. Think about when they're talking about closing up, and then we close down the other bookstore, and he's doing the like little yeah. guns, like pew, 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 uh, and looking forward to just taking all these places out. But he never seems like just that, mm-hmm. that just jerk that you just don't root for, like some, as Meg Ryan puts it, some suit, uh, you know, whatever it would just be. A suit. Um, it, it's just Ooh, that's so. A good scene. I can't believe we didn't bring that one. I know. Up, actually. I know. Um, it is really, really great to just see Tom Hanks just bring it like that's what I mean. I, I, we're, we're splitting hairs here because Meg is just phenomenal. And like this was said, in our this was in our top five Hanks. Though. This so is clearly, yeah. You know. This is Secretariat versus Sea Biscuit here. Yeah. I mean, this is these are two two great show ponies. Uh, two, well done. <laughs> this different. I like it. I, like I think it. it's because we said show ponies last night when we were uh, talking <laughs> golf. But, it, you know, maybe more of uh, your racehorses. But, yeah, I, I have to go Hanks. I yeah. just, I, my love for Tom Hanks is unrequited. So we definitely stick, uh, you know, stick with the Hanks where we can. She didn't, Chloe didn't like that choice. <laughs> oh, not at yeah. all. Not a fan. Look at that. That was our, our first 
First dog. <laughs> hey, that's what happens sometimes when we get into the MPN studios here on the uh, east side. Uh, you know, sometimes we, we get the well, peanut radio gallery. here, folks. You got to let the pooch out. <laughs> <laughs> we get the peanut gallery that, not like in the, the Tom Hanks, don't cry, shop girl. <laughs> don't cry. <laughs> so one of the things that we've liked to do, uh, you know, Wes talked about it, how some people think we're a little too soft with our reviews, think we just are two blue skies and just love everything. Well, yes, we absolutely love this movie. Uh, you know, it's it's. I think we both had it in our top five. Actually, I don't think we let it be in our top five rom-coms we because might, uh, we said it was going to be in there. It, yeah. So we said, no, we're taking You've Got Mail out because it can't be in there. We're obviously going to love it. So we took it right out of there. And then what we ended up uh, you know, deciding when we do these bucket lists we call them our salty scenes. Some scenes that, uh, even though we love the movie, they're still a little tough to take. They're still a little hard. Or maybe we roll our eyes or like, yeah, that wasn't necessary. Hard to find salt with this hard, movie, but I did hard. find some. I yeah. found some that have always kind of rubbed horses. me the wrong yeah. way. Um, so let me get started, if you don't mind. All right, kick us off, buddy. You already you mentioned got? earlier, go to the mattresses. It means go to war. You just keep telling yourself... It's business. It's not personal. It's business. Cut to the next scene. I don't like how Kathleen Kelly is up in her bookstore doing these stupid little punches. The way she like punches the air. Honestly, her punches are hilarious. Awful, but I don't like. I just. It seems ridiculous. Like you have customers in the store. Why is the only, well? No wonder the little shop at the corner is going to close because Kathleen Kelly's up there throwing air punches. <laughs> throwing air punches. Like, man, she is losing it. It's like, hey, where the wild things are. Do you mind coming down from your uh, air punch studio up there? So. That's where I struggle. I struggle with the uh, the Air Punch McGee up there. You know, it's just I know what they're going for, but that scene a little bit of an eye roller for me. So that 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 scene was a little salt. Probably why I give the nods to Hanks over uh, Ooh, Meg Ryan. The punches. There. He didn't didn't appreciate the form. She punches and punches and punches. She should have traded a washing machine <laughs> to keep that uh, store open. Ah, solid, solid. I'm gonna I'm gonna come right with you with the old shop around the corner salt. So, corner bookstore having trouble with business. How about we don't have four workers standing around in a in a small business that we're trying? I mean, you need the wow, old lady. You need that. Steve Zahn. You need Kathleen Kelly. You need that other girl. We we need four people there. The store is the size of my basement. <laughs> I mean, I think Kathleen can run it. Maybe have Zon keep Birdie. in for nah, four keep hours. Birdie. Birdie's been there for All 40 right, years. right, keep Birdie running books in the back, cooking them, you know. <laughs> but do we need to have four? I mean, what, what's minimum wage Boy. there? That's a lot of overhead going for these guys that, you know, Zon's already complaining. It's a tomb in there, but yet he's still on the clock. Yeah, maybe you better zip that lip, yeah, Zon. Right? Oh, you zip it, Zon. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's, I never even thought about that, but you're absolutely right. The employee right. control out of Kathleen. Ah, she's too soft. Uh, she's got yeah. a great heart. Got a great heart, but that's a that's a good call. It's just a small bookstore. Maybe head over to Fox Books and pick up a business and you'd go to the business section there. <laughs> You'd save some money. Right. Business for dummies. Payroll management for 35% dummies. 35% off. <laughs> oh, man. I never thought about that. So I know this is part of the character, and I know it's what makes him who he is and, and really does it, but it still annoys the heck out of me how full of himself Greg Kinnear's Frank Navasky is. He's just a little too full of himself, like where he's like recording. Like the recording shush, a- shush. Oh, she, she never heard me say that. 
Yeah, <laughs> doing that. And what I love is during that, it's like, here comes this favorite part. It's like, and then he tries to stop it. He's like, well, I have to admit, <laughs> yours is the only show that I do watch. Uh, and But the just how easy it is to get on Frank Navasky's good side. Like even at that party when that person was like, oh, Frank Navasky, I loved your article that you wrote. And he's like, really? You like this? Yeah, Parker yeah, Posey. Yeah. When Parker Posey's like, he was like, trying to pull her was... away. Like, all right. And then, oh, he just instantly pulled back into Parker Posey because he was quoted from his article. Given a just lot of... smitten right away. Frank Navasky dab. He's so full of himself on all of those different things. Yeah. I, just, I know it's part of the character and I know it's what makes it fun, but there's just a th- couple things that would always make me eye roll yeah. uh, on that. I dig it. I only got one more, but let's hear your one I next. Got I don't more. Oh, perfect. Wireless CPUs on the bed. There was only dial-up during that time. They had the cord. I think they had the cord. Oh, I think oh, she had the cord. Did she? All right. Well, then I'm, I take back the salt. <laughs> I, uh, but that's a, they're permi- on the permission bed. Permission to like, I'm like, oh, I, don't see, I don't see. Where's that yellow Ethernet cord going to the cable? So the, we yeah. grew up in the time of actual cord, yeah. corded phones. I don't know about you, but we had one monstrous oh cord. Like you could make full like like a football field yeah. length. You would it was always uh there's my Ethernet cord. You had this gi- feel like, <laughs> giant roll. Feel like an eighties comic just pulling the microphone wire yeah, with you. I <laughs> uh, so I, I do think that they might have had the right, cord. Right. We'll, we'll let the viewers decide. Not the magnifying, the yeah. Not the magnifying the glass. Well, that but, said, but you're right. If it was, there was no Wi-Fi, and that should be yeah. assault. So salt is pending. Pending, pending salt. salt. Pending salt. <laughs> so I'm going to double dip then. Go after it. A little salt. Is Kathleen Kelly and Joe Fox, are they kind of cheaters? Mm. Would you consider what they're doing cheating on their spouses there? Don't they kind of bring it up? I think they have this discussion in it. I don't know, because uh, when they're instant messaging, right? Kathleen mm-hmm. Kelly, uh, Kinnear comes into the room. She quickly shuts the laptop. Always slides checking. It away, always, always checking to make yep. sure they're leaving. Oh, that's right. Fox, when uh, Parker Posey leaves, he peeks around the corner, waits till the door shuts, and then runs to the computer to open it up. It's a little, I little, little, little feel like I can't answer this question. I feel like a trap is being yeah. set for both of us. <laughs> uh, yes, of course I think that's cheating, yeah. Wes. Clearly, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> but no. <laughs> so in terms of the movie and movie so I alone, asked Kristen about that. I said, "Would you be all right Ooh. if I just had like an online friend that's a girl that I consulted in?" That was a hard no. That was a, yeah. just a hard no. <laughs> no, I, I. Yeah, it's definitely flirtatious. I think. I, I don't think it would be cheating, but it's it's frowned it's upon. A, it's frowned upon. <laughs> I think it's definitely looked at it's like that. It's frowned upon. But you don't necessarily have that opportunity anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Because now, like, if you're on Tinder and you're well, in a relationship... Like you're justifying it. No, I'm yeah. not. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, because, like, you wouldn't have the opportunity to just have a random conversations with people online oh, anymore. Oh, that's true. Because you need their phone number. Yeah. And then that's a whole different thing. It's like, no. why do you have like, this... How- random person's phone number and why are you texting with them so then like yeah that would be different like it's it's a different world back then because you like would have random chat rooms that you would be talking like interest in but yeah that's still what do you need a chat room for just talking is this a uh, pride and prejudice chat that she stumbled upon it can't be because he didn't read the book until after I, I remember chat rooms. I was always in like oh, a yeah. Simpsons chat room. Where you were? Uh, there's a movie trivia chat room, I believe I would uh, be in. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that was it. Big Chuck <laughs> find me in a chat room I shouldn't be in. And, 
That was the end of my AOL it. privileges Big for Big Chuck, if you want to comment on the Facebook no, no. post of oh, some no. uh, of your favorite chat rooms you caught old <laughs> Mr. McPeakin, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> uh, well, we're going to edit this we're out. Cat, cat! <laughs> uh, no, I, I think you're right. It, it definitely would be. I think it's definitely something that I think is so different now. But yeah, it's it's it would it's be. I've seen that there. I'm like, what? Be a little uncouth, if yeah. you will. I, I don't think you should be, uh, you know, hanging out like that. Or like, it definitely would be now. Because mm-hmm. if you go out of your way to text somebody, that's yeah. a whole different game. No uh, and looking at that, and you're right. That's a, such a good point. How you bring up that, like, they're trying to hide it. Like, it's the instant close. Yeah. It's the at the very beginning of the movie. She's waiting yeah. to make sure Greg Kinnear's character leaves. And same thing, uh, you know, Hanks, Hanks does it too. He does the peek outside the, the window to hear it. it. So, my last salt. Okay. The Kathleen cold is absolutely ridiculous. Meg Ryan kills this movie. By the way, I have a stuffy nose. <laughs> I don't know. It's, like, it's just the tissues everywhere. And I actually I had know, a problem with fine. that scene in general. I thought it was pretty presumptuous for Joe Fox to go up there. Like what? They were trying to try and. I feel like this was coming off the caviar scene. No, no, it's after the um, shop around the corner closed. Oh, okay. So he's going to kind of just check and make sure she's okay. No hard feelings. Bringing the daisies. I love daisies. Uh, daisies. I think he's trying to make that transition Mm -hmm. to be like, man, I really like this Kathleen Kelly. Because they were already both broken up at that time, too. So now it was a full green light. Uh, But I just. Meg, Meg, you're better than that. Yeah. Uh, pretend you have a cold a little bit better, a little bit uh, better. than what you did. But it, it's she fine. Still, she had this. She had this cold. She still looked fantastic. Can I get some makeup? Can I get a, a red nose or Give something? Can something. you bring her down a notch? Yeah. She looked gorgeous for having a cold. Yeah. Kathleen Kelly Kleenex. Hey. Uh, <laughs> I don't want so, that acronym on the no. box. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're back, baby. Uh, so. What we always like to do, and we have been vindicated on this time and time and time again. You know, we are a full year and a half into this pod now, and we're vindicated on the fact that we said Hollywood has no original ideas. All they do is remake movies. All they do is have sequels, uh, you know, all of these things. And sure enough, I mean, look what's coming out hopefully it was supposed to come out this summer top gun maverick yeah uh, let's let, let's bring him back let's bring recast back, it right? i mean it's essentially yeah you're still gonna have tom cruise but you're gonna have probably tom cruise jr mm-hmm. uh you know in that role as the new hot shot pilot uh so there's no original idea so we have a good penchant for movies we we're always you know we talk about this stuff so we're gonna recast if this movie was remade today and Wes already made the sequel, the, the Tinder Swipe Right. Uh, you know, whatever it would be in like a modern age. Uh, so we're going to recast it. And we actually went five because we wanted to throw in the Dave Chappelle character. So we have Dave Chappelle. We have Frank Navasky, which is Greg Kinnear. And if you're not sure, that is uh, the Meg Ryan boyfriend. Yep. We went Parker Posey, the Tom Hanks girlfriend. And then obviously Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. We're going to combine our Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan as a one. We kind of go back and forth. Uh, Wes has been known. I am known terrified we have the same well, after three months. You stole my goddamn <laughs> Miles Teller in uh, Rounders, which I still can't get over. Uh, I mean, I dropped another GD on the pod. Did I steal a John Ham too? You I always steal my ham. Twice. Two hams. Two hams. <laughs> a tin cup. I mean, and, and I don't even remember the other ham you stole from me. 
It's turned into oh, East for so many what games. What did I just rewatch? Richard Jewell with John Hamm. Ooh, Man, nice. Love a good ham. Okay. John Hamm. It's it's a heck of an actor. So yeah, it's uh, we're gonna recast these positions uh, or these uh, positions. <laughs> right. the, you got football on the mind. Uh, we're gonna recast these characters. So let's start with our tertiary character here, Dave Chappelle. Okay. You know, uh, Kevin. I never got his last name. It was just Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, who are you going with? Who's the Dave Chappelle Kevin character Jackson, for you? Kevin Jackson, according oh, to our IMDb There we go. Here. I like it. So, Mr. Jackson. KJ. For Dave Chappelle character, I want somebody that's going to bring me that little... He's going to be a, a good sidekick, but I need that comedy. I need that little bit of humor. I love this guy. I can't wait to see him in this remake. Give me Rob Cordry. Give me Rob Cordry. And I Boy, think talk about the, your ultimate sidekick. And I think yes. I, I'm looking forward to seeing him next to my Tom Hanks. Tips too. down. Tips down. <laughs> Tips down, Fox. Tips down. <laughs> so it's uh, I think Cordry would be perfect for this Boy. role. He's got you don't need him in a bunch. He's gonna be just in there for that little comic relief, those little snide remarks. Nailed oh, it. if you don't like Gatley, you know that I think he can deliver that wow. stuff. So I like Rob Corddry for that role, Davey. I love that we're both going to be in the same vein in this, is that you want somebody that can kind of play the serious yeah. or like pull that off, because this is not an overly comedic role. Mm-hmm. I wanted to... So this is... Let me go through my mindset on, on how I picked my Kevin Jackson. Uh, I wanted somebody that is always kind of looked at as this comedic talent... I want somebody in a role that you you wouldn't necessarily think of them for this role, but yet it's still comedic, it's still there. I went with Mr. Childish Gambino. I went with Donald Glover. Ooh, ooh, showed nicely his, done. Showed his comedic chops in This Is America. No, I <laughs> showed his comedic chops in <laughs> in Community and showed <laughs> you you have him hilarious in Community. Uh, you know. God, I Atlanta's a, Atlanta's game. a good uh, you know yep. comedy show and and he is a stand up mm-hmm. comedian so you got all those but I mean obviously I ultra love the talented choice. I love the choice. because I mean he's I'm a hit you, rapper I'm with Charles Gambino so I really think Donald Glover Jr. Uh, would just absolutely kill uh, this role I, I just I really like Donald Glover here and I think he's he's going to be a great Kevin Jackson he brings everything mm-hmm. like. I really right. like he's where you're at with the Rob Corddry too. Really comedic. He's got almost like that. I don't want to say sarcastic, but like yes. that that little dry, like, that he's subtle that, humor. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, once again, it's the scene mm-hmm. of ooh. If you're not gonna like Kathy yeah, and Kelly, I like, can see he, him deliver that perfectly. Little side. I, I want. I feel like we. I may have asked this on a previous pod. Who's got the better career, junior or senior, of the Donald Glovers? I mean, obviously, it's you know Tibbed. Right now with uh, Junior, but I mean Donnie Glover with the uh, the Lethal Weapons, cup of coffee in the first Saw. That is his dad, right? Yeah, actually, I, I just assumed. I know I did too. I always do too. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I looked it up. I don't know if it's an uncle. I'm with you too. Like I'm not a hundred percent sure uh, on that. We got to find out. I'm gonna just go ahead and Google is Donald Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because it is Donald Glover Jr., right? I yeah. Mean, when you you look at, I don't think it's Donald Glover either. I think it's uh, we're, we're it's Danny Glover. It is Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you Dang said it. it, it's not Danny Glover. <laughs> oh, rust. Uh. We're rusty here. We're rusty. You got to give us time to get back into everything. <laughs> I, I I'm sorry. I, I only think of mine. People were like 
Boy, that's uh, Lethal Weapon there. That's uh, that's Danny there, Wes. <laughs> I only think of my Danny Glover as uh, Roger Murtaugh. I'm sorry. That's all I can think of. So, uh, oh, please so Google. Who the heck is, is Danny Donald Glover? Glover? <laughs> is Danny Glover. Uh, Donny Glover is Danny. <laughs> So oh, that's uh, wonderful. Hey, uh, those are the moments that you tune into DFTP Absolutely. right there. You can tell that we. So that's a big a no bit. on the. Uh, are they father son? <laughs> well, they still might be. I don't know. Uh, so let's go to our next one. We got Greg Greg Kinnear. Uh, right. We got uh, Frank Navasky. Who do you have right there? Oh, so we're going Greg Kinnear's character here. Boy, this is a tough one. But. I like who I landed on here because we have Kinnear. You got that uh, straight-laced guy. You know, he's got, again, we're looking for a little bit of those comedic chops, just subtly. I went with Ozark's Jason Bateman in the Greg Kinnear role. Give me a Bateman. Oh. I, I really, especially for that uh, being full of himself. That's during it. These, That's what I was trying to look during, for during these. Uh, you know, on the on camera <sighs> to when somebody quotes back his articles, like I could completely see Bateman being that. Oh, I've never had somebody quote me before like that. Like I, I think he would really slide into that. Well. Man, fantastic! So. Yes, Our research department's getting better. Breaking news. Where were they on that Danny and Donnie thing, though? Thanks, guys. Uh, <laughs> Danny Glover, you are not, not the father. The father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if we just broke that to Danny. Uh, so, it, it, according to my Google search, but it is Donald Glover is Jr., which should have given away that Danny Glover was not his dad. But you never know with stage names. You never know with stage names. That can throw you off sometimes uh, when you look at Donald Glover Sr. Not... <laughs> I think you can forgive us for thinking Danny Danny Glover. I mean, that's not a, a common last name uh, that you look at. And then you got... I like how you're trying to go to bat for me and justify this a little bit. It's a... So you have yeah. confused with the whole Danny Donnie thing. Uh <laughs> So, my Greg Kinnear, I'm going to give you one later after I give you who I actually had. Ooh. You are so right. It is the full of yourself. Yeah, I, I searched high and far for who I could find. And this is Did where... Did you go with Ben Whelan? <laughs> oh, I did not. I did not. But what I, what, what I had to go... Like I was looking for some reason, I wanted to keep going. Justin Timberlake, I wanted to go Timberlake, but I'm like, ah, I don't know if I he fits in this. I don't know if that's gonna work. So then, I also thought ah, this might not work because I think you might be a little too old. But I, I still wanted somebody that plays a good full of themselves character. I went with Robert Downey Jr. I think Robert Downey Jr. could play a great Frank Navasky. You can't just see him shushing. And you're getting him on on the cheap, too, coming off Dr. Doolittle, so you can afford it. (laughs) I know he's a little bit older, so but I still I like him for this. And and dang it. Perhaps perhaps a little too old for my Meg Ryan character, but we're gonna see if that still works. I also crossed out Mark Ruffalo. I thought Mark Ruffalo could have been pretty good. In this, but he would be. Mark Ruffalo is too likable, though. Like, for, yeah. like I Greg can't Kinnear's see. likable. I, I don't likable. dislike. I, just, I don't see Ruffalo as smug or yeah. like full of himself. I agree. <laughs> it's not really there. I, I'm with you. I, I mean, I think I was more of the. I went with the smart guy yeah. role. But yeah, I, I land on Robert Downey Jr. as my Greg Gosh. Kinnear. 
Uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to give you that round, too. Oh, that's I two do, for I me. I do Ellen like Gates. Downey Jr. over Bateman. Ah, by no, narrow Bateman, margin. By it narrow is, margin. It is. Because Bateman, I always think of you know, the Arrested Development, mm-hmm. and he is so full of himself in that. <laughs> and you're right. It's a great full yeah, of himself Bateman's character. fantastic, too. All, All right, right, here we go. Now on to Parker Posey. I, I don't remember her name. I, in this movie. I in that, like, they actually. don't do a good job of saying the Patricia name. Patricia Eden. Ah, yes, all Patricia. Right. Okay. So, Pat Rice. So, all right. <laughs> I'm going with Kristen Ritter, Dave. And if uh, the name doesn't yes. jump out oh, to you, I know. Jessica Jones. She was in Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. To me, for that that girl, where are my Tic Tacs? When she's looking through, you know, in the elevator, I need, I, you know, I, I want I, when I get out of here, I'm getting eye surgery. <laughs> yes, just that smug. Kristen Ritter plays like, that just character so good. Very prissy girl. She's gonna be that, you know, I, you know the witchy woman, if you will, to 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 go with Elaine's song there. But give me Kristen Ritter in this role, and I think I think she would hit it out of the park. Yes, she is that character for. A hundred percent. I mean, even right down to the black yeah, hair yep. <laughs> and everything. Yeah, I, you nailed it. Boy, I, I'm curious what you think of this Gosh, one, though. dang it. What do you got here you for wanted, you? You have that person that just doesn't care, mm-hmm. that person that can be full of themselves, once again. Yep. Uh, that you person that's very them smug. And Kinnear actually got together. I wanted to go to a little movie called Mean Girls. I'm going with Rachel McAdams. I think Rachel oh, McAdams always man. looked at as the sweetheart this girl that you just but think is... Well, the Mean Girls McAdams. But she can be a... I, I'm going Mean Girls McAdams. Uh, really like her in this role. So I, I think... I actually think I like I'm going to give myself Kristen Ritter on I this also, one, gonna, I also vote for you on the Kristen Ritter. I'm going to give myself a win there. I, I but think, boy! No, I vote for I you as I well. Don't, I don't like that you're coming in that strong with McAdams. That's another close one. Good and choice. That's... I, I I worry that this role is not big enough for McAdams, but yeah, let's just get her in here a yeah. little bit. Uh, I mean, Greg Kinnear's a what, Oscar-nominated. What fire you are going with as your supporting actor. Yeah, yeah, my, my, budget, my budget Mick is... McAdams and then Danny Glover's <laughs> kid, apparently. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right, we go. we're going to double dip. Gonna, you I'll you give start. You. You're starting. You're giving your duo first. You're going to let me give the duo first? Because I you're ready like to get I, your heart broken? Yeah. You got your backups ready? So, Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, trio of movies. Joe vs. the Volcano. Then you had Sleepless like in Seattle. I think I'm going to be safe. Then, obviously, yeah. you had You've Got Mail. What other great couple has been in a duo of movies? And I'm going to make the You've Got Mail sequel their trio. Wow. I have, as my Meg Ryan... A one Emma Stone, and I went with my Tom Hanks, Ryan Gosling. Let's get the band together wow. one more time, and wow. here we go. Now I can unveil behind the curtain once again. Not the same. Nope. Excellent. So now I can. I, I was worried about my heart's actually racing Boy, I right love now. The, the Gosling pick. Let me go through. The, I, I think Gosling plays. Are you telling me him wearing a suit, being Joe Fox? I mean, the man is a fox. First of all. I mean, you're telling me he wouldn't just ooze that charisma that is Joe Fox in this role? Absolutely. Just that easy charm. And you're trying to tell me that Emma Stone isn't... I'm pretty sure I cast... I think I cast both of these together already before, but... uh, Emma Stone would kill the Kathleen Keller. She is. I think that is ideal. 
I, I would have struggled picturing Ryan Gosling in this if I didn't see Crazy Stupid Love. Which was the movie. So here, here's your trio. You had Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone, and Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy Stupid Chemistry is what uh-huh. that should have been called. Uh, then you have them in a movie that we just watched. Oh, this is another quarantine movie. La La Land, which oh. I adore. I love that yeah. movie. Uh, it's so good. Once again, chemistry off the charts with these two. So now we're going to cap the trio. I hope you noticed the little nod that I did. This is why I picked McAdams as Parker Posey. Remember a little movie called The Notebook? What a nice little nod to have Gosling and McAdams as the boyfriend and girlfriend to begin with. If you remember The Notebook, that's McAdams and Gosling uh, in that one. So now McAdams, I'm sorry, Gosling is leaving McAdams to get with Emma Stone, who's been in the movie with twice. You're you're missing a movie that uh, him and Emma Stone are in together. Who? As well, Gangster Squad. Pfft. I think and everybody well, Gosling, missed that movie. Yeah, well, <laughs> they weren't a couple in that movie, were they? No, but they were in it together yeah. because he makes the comment, who's the tomato in the corner? <laughs> so I've, and, never, I've never seen that one. Me and five other guys watched that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they're in it. <laughs> All right. Well, well that ah, was not good, me. Good, good, good. I really thought we were going to steal <laughs> soul. I like what you did there. You're looking for that connection of, uh, of history with actors. Yep. Davey, I also went with the connection, but I didn't go with the connection of Little movies. Surrey on top? I didn't. <laughs> it's Billy Crystal. Surrey with the fridge. <laughs> and Daniel Stern. <laughs> We're bringing the city slickers back. <laughs> it's a different world out here. 2020, baby. Um, so you went You've got mail. M-A-L-E. John Linguizama is in this somewhere, too. Is that another Julie Newmark comment? Yes, yes it is. I think that's the second Chuang Fu comment on the Don't Forget the Popcorn. Too, too many. So you went with the the movie connection. I went with the real life connection of actors. Whoa. So Whoa. you're Kathleen Kelly. Ted Dance and Mary Steenburgen. Emily Blunt is going to be my Kathleen oh. Kelly. And Dave is my Joe Fox. Come on down, John Krasansky, because I know you can bring the comedy. I know you can bring the seriousness. You guys are married in real life, so the chemistry is going to be there. I th- I love those two as my pick for uh, Joe Fox and Kathleen Kelly. And I was, I, I, oh, I know your love for Krasansky, so I was terrified. God, Johnny K. That was, well, my, that was uh, my John McClane. Yeah. Uh, and I, I got that blunt. She's, she's that every... Gosh dang it. She's that natural beauty. It's just... Oh, I love mine. Work. I don't know. I don't know if I can yeah, pick. Yeah, we're going to have to put it out to the... We're going to have to put it out to the listeners. There. That one's too close to call, I, know, I think. I, I think I had to give you the nod. I, th- I do. Because John, John Krasinski... I mean, as much as I love Gosling, I think Johnny K... Has the better comedy chops, I obviously, would pull with at the, the office. Pull out the Johnny K strings on you. Gosh, that's good. That's good because Emily Blunt. I love Emily Blunt. She's good in everything. Yeah, give me. She's Poppins for the love of God. Poppins. Oh, I, I don't know if I can argue with that. I don't know if okay. I can fight. Hey, we'll let the tiebreaker be out there. It's tough. So throw it's, the comments on Twitter. Throw the comments on oh, Facebook. Oh yeah. At DFTP what, Movie what Pod. Duo? What duo do you like? Boy, I, I love it because you get the real life, and then you you kind of know where they're at. And then, wait, who do you have again? So that would be, who would, uh, who would John Krasinski's girlfriend be? Who was your Parker Posey again? Jessica, Kristen Ritter. Yeah, Kristen That's Ritter. not bad. I can see that. And see, the Bateman and Blunt was the only thing I had a problem oh, with. Oh, I don't know. There. That's not but bad. Also, it was fine because the Kinnear and uh, Meg Ryan, it was, you know, it was the, it was the smart kind of, ner- you know, nerdy guy with 
you know, the everyday woman. And I think you're going to get that with Bateman and Blunt as well. You know who else I just would have love been good? It, Emily Blunt. You know, I do too. She's right. a great actress. I mean, it's. I think she really won me over. Well, you love the Adjustment Bureau. You were, that was Edge of Tomorrow. Talked about that, but Edge of Tomorrow is yeah. where I'm like, man, she is just. Mm-hmm. She knocks everything that she's in out of the park. Then Quiet Place, she's unbelievable oh. in. Um, oh, know, I, I didn't know it. that they were married until today. Are you kidding me? Had no idea. Really? I had Emily Blunt written down. She was the only choice. And Kristen, well, why don't you go with her husband? Who, who's her husband? She's like that 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 Boston guy from the office. Krasinski! <laughs> <Just lost it. laughs> I don't know why I scooby dooed it, but <laughs> uh, yeah, that's I, I love Tim it. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I need more more Krasinski. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, getting loose here on the yeah. pod. We, Good we're recast, back, though. Good yeah, recast. You can't you can't go wrong with any of those, and I, I really love it. I, I think that's good. And there's, what about this? I, I was just gonna throw it out there. As uh, I already forgot it because we we got off. Uh, <laughs> I, I had another like, oh yeah, you know who's never been around much anymore, and I loved her. She was so big in like kind of the movies, early two thousands, kind of even to the the. You know, oh, it's a little bit. Amanda Peet would have made a really good Parker mm. Posey too. I think Amanda oh, Peet. Right. I think she would have been good. And the, I, I what just, happened to her? The the whole ten yards. I feel like she's been in nine, yeah. The whole nine and ten yards. Those were yeah. fantastic. Saving Silverman. Yeah. Gosh dang. Good and all that stuff. So I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll recast yeah. the recast next week. The Amanda Peet deep dive maybe in the weeks to come. Yeah. All right, wrapping up. So how to feel? How to feel to be back in the office? <sighs> Awesome. Yeah. A couple of missteps with the uh, the Danny and nah, Donnie's. It's, but, that's the content yeah. you guys come from. Yeah, Hot mics. It. You got Chloe we barking got, at yeah, us. Yeah, dogs barking. <laughs> ah, it's good to be back. Good it to be is, back. It? I look forward to the next one. Especially, it's been a while True since I watched True Lies. Lies. One of my faves. One of my favorite action movies. And I yeah. just, it's, you know, I, we're doing a big, big 180 here. Going from, uh, got you to. know. Don't cry, shop girl. To uh, get, a get few, down, get down, get job. Do it uh, slowly. Oh gosh! <laughs> Stay tuned for some great Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, we already gave away my scene. We we did it uh, for uh, you know the the Terminator two. So prepare yourselves yep. for a lot more Arnold's coming your way. Uh, and it. you know as long as. <laughs> No more stay-at-homes are ordered in the next couple of weeks. Uh, We should be live and back bringing you true lies next week. Don't forget, follow us on Facebook, Michigan Podcasting Network. That's where we'll post, and that's where we like to get the feedback. Also on Twitter, at DFTP Movie Pod. It's been so good being back. We've missed all of you. We know that you guys have been clamoring. We've got so many great messages, so much great support. Uh, we, We love the fact, you know, Jack Ruthruff is... You know, shouting at us every day is like, is this a week? Is this a week? The pod's coming back. We know Mackenzie's wanted back in. So we are all so happy um, to, to have the support of everybody. We hope that you're glad that we're back. We're back hopefully for good now until we take a 4th of July holiday. Yeah, but uh, other than that, you know, we, we're going to be churning out that content uh, back at you. But I'm looking down. The bucket is empty. And we will see everybody next week. Yeah, I don't know, buddy. I mean, it was uh, obviously rifling through a lot of movies. Quarantine. Saw a lot. I mean, what do you think? Just uh, probably when we get in the pod, just rifle through a bunch of movies, rifle through them fast? Yeah, let's uh, let's rattle a few off.
we head over to Berlin to see Indiana Jones take on the Nazis. The Nazis giving a good fight. But you got a young Indiana Jones hot on the trail of the Grail. Oh, Indiana Jones, you got to like short round in this one, Dave. From Asia. Asia. (laughs) (laughs) And Dave, we're going to swing it all the way over to San Francisco. We got a young Bobby Rayburn in the fan here, Dave. Hey, Bobby. I think Bobby De Niro's behind the the plate there. uh, Stabbing people. (laughs) Stabbing (laughs) people. Next, we head all the way to the cornfields of Iowa, where you got Ray Kinsella Jr. You know, and then you got a hot shoeless Joe Jackson coming in from the outfield, coming out of thin air uh, from Louisville. (laughs) Hey, Dad, can I have a catch? Sure can, son. We'd love to play. What is that, salty discharge? (laughs) Next, we move all the way to the... (laughs) Goodbye, you. We got the water boy, Bobby Boucher, coming out there. It's H2O. Mama Shad. uh, Heck of a football player there, Teach. (laughs) That's just kind of (laughs) bad.